Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the uh, letter of 2 Timothy. Paul's writing to Timothy, his son in the faith, as he described him. And we're up to the fourth chapter now. <clears throat> this is the uh, believed to be the last letter that Paul wrote that we have in the Scripture, okay? He very well could have written many more letters, but this is the last one we have in the Scripture. And he's very much uh, exhorting Timothy and encouraging Timothy and passing the baton to him. Okay, he's passing baton. So these next few verses are uh, really pivotal in relationship to that. So let's go to the fourth chapter of Second Timothy. Here's verse one. Paul says this to Timothy. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom. Now, notice that's just a part of a sentence. I stopped in the middle of a sentence, right? The first two verses are one sentence. And uh, the next part is very, very familiar. <coughs> Excuse me, very familiar. Again, don't let the spirit of familiarity rob you of what's going on here. And that's the reason I stopped for a moment. Just think about what he's saying. He's saying, I'm charging you. Okay? I'm charging. And, and that's a, a pretty a strong type of exhortation that he's giving. He said, I'm affirming this to you solemnly. I'm testifying about this. Okay? And I'm doing so in the presence of God, this is God the Father, and of Christ Jesus who is to judge the living and the dead. We learn some things about Christ here, about the Lord Jesus. He is going to judge the living and the dead. How is he going to judge them? When is he going to judge them? Well, the next part tells us, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Hmm. So the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns again will be a part of the judging of the living and the dead. But then, and his kingdom. So who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom. And so he's uh, uh, Paul is charging him in the presence of all this. In other words, this is of great import right here. That kingdom's sort of interesting. And by his appearing and his kingdom, even when the Lord rules and reigns for a thousand years on earth, you know, you've heard the phrase millennial reign. That's what that's talking of. That during that time, the Lord is sitting in judgment. Because there will be people on the earth who will not be obedient to him. That's sort of interesting, isn't it? It's prophesied back in the prophets. Isaiah, I know, uh, speaks to that, that those days will be like that. There will be some people. I think Egypt's actually mentioned that some in Egypt will not come uh, during the Feast of Tabernacles and worship the Lord. And because of that, uh, the Lord will remove the rain from them. Well, that's just rebellion. So what is rebellion? That's sin. You know, quite often people think of the uh, thousand-year reign that it's going to be a perfect time and there won't be any sin, no problems or anything like that. That's not what the Scripture says, okay? So he's charging Timothy in the presence of God, and here's what the charge is. Verse 2, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. This is what Timothy was called to do. This is what we are called to do in whatever form it may take place. If you're a leader within the body of Christ, within the organism of the church, then you may be doing this in a different kind of way than if you're uh, uh, doing likewise within your family. But it's still the same thing. Okay, He's telling us 
to be able to proclaim, to preach the word. I think that word preach means to herald. Oh, yeah, that's caruso. It means to herald, to proclaim, a proclamation. Too often we see preach, we think, well, that's just for preachers. Uh Uh-uh. Every believer is told to proclaim and to herald the good news and the gospel. Again, we may do it in any number of different ways, but he's told us to do it, to preach the word. If you're going to proclaim the word, if you're going to herald the word, you must know the word. That's why we spend a good bit of time in studying the word of God. That's the reason we're doing these little podcasts, these little short 10-minute segments, right? Is to where we will know the word, to where we'll be able to proclaim it, we'll be able to share it with one another. And he says this, be ready in season and out of season. Some of the saddest things I've ever seen before is, uh, I actually had this happen one time. A guy, a preacher was sick one Sunday and called somebody to get him to come in for him. Well, that's great. That happens from time to time. His friend came in for him, and I was actually leading worship for it. And uh, his friend saw what the uh, scripture was that was in the bulletin. And he says, oh, man, I wish I'd known that. I got a good sermon on that. I said, well, go ahead and preach it. He said, well, I, I don't have my notes. I preached it last week, but I don't have my notes with me. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, you know, be ready in season and out of season. Forget the notes, you know, preach the word, be ready. In season means, okay, you have a time to be able to prepare. That's great. Out of season, you're, you're not prepared, it's thrusted upon you. That's great. Be ready, okay? Be ready to proclaim that word. And then he said to reprove. And um, that word's very uh, uh, convicting because it literally means to uh, convict, to admonish. And it's based on a, uh, a verb that means to expose, to expose what's going on, okay? To reprove, expose what the reality is. Rebuke, okay? Rebuke means what? And it means to uh, sort of censure, okay? Uh, To give someone the due measure of what they need to know, okay? And as you see, these are tough things. Exhort, we've talked about exhort many times before. before. Uh, uh, That's the encouragement that your football coach gives you or the basketball coach, okay? Mama encourages you. Uh, the coaches in your life exhort you. And he tells us how to do it with great patience and instruction. So let me just recap this, right? Because I don't want to go to the next verse because that's going to take us way down another road, which is great. He is charging by the Holy Spirit. Paul is charging Timothy in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, the one, the Lord Jesus, who's going to judge the dead to preach the word, you know, Christ Jesus, who's going to judge the living, Preach the word. Be ready in season, out of season. In other words, folks, there's no excuse. No excuse, okay? Reprove, rebuke, exhort. Expose things, in other words. Encourage people, exhort people, deal with their sins, tell them about it so that you can't do this. And he says to do so with great patience and instruction. I wonder why with great patience. Well, why is anything with great patience? Great patience is required when it doesn't go exactly the way that you want it to the first time around. Or when somebody may say, oh, yeah, I need to quit doing that, and they do it for a day or two, and they fall back in the same sin, and you have to reprove and rebuke and exhort again. With great patience, folks, and instruction. It's literally the idea of teaching. I love the King James on this. With all long-suffering and doctrine. In other words, you teach the people why, not just this thing, oh, well, God told me that this is a sin and you shouldn't be doing this. No, you share with them from the Scripture. You show them what the Scripture says. You share with them personal experience. Hey, man, I used to be caught in the same kind of thing. You need to be out of this. Your life would be so much better, right? 
that type of thing. So he's telling Timothy, this is what you need to do. Folks, this is what we need to do. Why do we need to do this? Well, let me just read the first part of the next verse. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. <laughs> the time will come, and doctrine is just teaching. The time will come when they will not endure with that teaching. Well, my time's about up. My phone's going off, so I better answer this right here, okay? Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.